Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. If your salon is on your mind 24-7 and you find it hard to switch off, you're constantly stressing over everything that needs to be fixed, trying to do it all at once. What's worse is that you think that you're fixing the things, but the problem isn't going away. And as a result, there's a bit of burnout. You know it's possible to not feel like this because you see other salon owners living the life that you always wanted. But the reality is that you just don't know exactly what you need to be doing and what you need to be working on to get there. So instead, You need something that's going to help you identify what phase of business that you're in and what to work on to get the results that you want. This is the second part of my masterclass series where we're going to identify what stage and phase of salon your business is in. It's really important because it's going to highlight what you should be working on given the stage of business that you're in and tell you also what you can say no to right now. By the way, you'll need to grab a copy of our business planner if you haven't already. All you need to do is pause this episode, I'm going to wait for you, and grab the link to the business plan worksheet. It's in the show notes of this episode. Then either print it out so you can complete it or fill it out online. All right, go and do that now. Okay, you're back. Right, I'm ready and I'm excited to have you join me. Let's jump in. The goal to become a salon master, to have mastery over your business. Salon mastery, the goal is to get everything into the green. So that is the goal. That's the purpose of my life, to get you into the green. The challenge, though, is that growth breaks things. And so when you grow, so let let me take it like this. If you worked on all of the right things at the right time with the right plan and you got things into the green, growth is inevitable. You will have growth when your nine parts of your plan are in the green. The challenge with growth is it breaks in. What worked when you were this small no longer works when you have a little bit of growth. It doesn't work anymore. Once you recruit, your team is bigger. Once your team is bigger, you have more clients. Once you have more clients, other things start to happen. You run out of chairs or Jane decides to leave or, um, you know, once you've got 10 team members who have 10 sick days each allocation a year, suddenly that's potential of a hundred sick days well that's one day and that's one day every three yeah that's one day every three days someone's going to be sick that suddenly changes the dynamic and suddenly it becomes stressful systems and processes need to be put into place and so I just want to give you like one confidence if you're feeling pain and you're feeling in the red possibly at some point you have growth and so you're back into the pain again and what happens to those nine parts of the plan is what used to be green turns red but now we have to step up with another, uh, with some new strategies or something to lay upon the thing, the strategy that worked before, we need to lay something else on top. And so uh, I want to talk now about uh, the different stages and phases of business that you're going to experience as you grow and just know that it's okay. Because if we can identify the stage and phase that we're in, 
then we'll know what order of things we need to work on first. It also gives us permission of what to say no to. And um, once we know what we're working on, once we're clear, if like, I don't know about you, but if I see lots of reds, I feel overwhelmed. I feel a bit stressed. There's lots of fires to put out. And so we need a strategy of prioritization. Working on the wrong things at the wrong time <laughs> means that we're spending a lot of time exhausting ourselves, working on things that actually aren't fixing the problems that we have now. So it's a little bit like building a hotel. I don't know about you, but I want my business to be like the penthouse. I want to build the penthouse, the nice experience with the nice things and everybody's having a nice time and the full service type of thing. That's my kind of business. But if we try to build the penthouse, the perfect salon, without actually having installed the things that are not, not even on the first level, on the ground level, like underground, like the laundry or the scullery or the kitchen, and we haven't put the right team members in place to be doing that, then we can't serve the penthouse because there's no, there's no foundation in place to be able to serve properly. And so we're constantly getting into this two steps forwards, two steps back. So I want you to be aware of what stage and phase of business that you're in so you can prioritize. Otherwise we get overwhelmed, right? So let's talk about how we can prioritize the things that we're going to work on to maximize impact for the time that we have. Because most of us don't have a wealth of time. So we've got to do the right thing. So the goal here is to move away from the old stressful life and towards being a great selling CEO that is growing up the stages and phases of business. So I want to step through the different stages. So the first one is when we're just establishing ourselves. Typically, we work for somebody else or it's just us in our business, and we're in the establishment phase. We're establishing ourselves. We're establishing a clientele. We're establishing how we like to run business, how we like to do services our own way and if we start to build a team then we usually step into the operator phase and this is our building phase and um, after we start to build you know two or once we kind of get to the four to five team members business changes and we need to uh, focus on uh, managing a team it changes. This is what breaks what happens, what worked here breaks when we get to the four to eight team members and we have to focus on management. And when we get to the eight team members plus, it breaks again and we have to change our focus. So our role as the salon CEO changes over time. So I want to just take you through that step by step. When we're establishing ourselves, we really just can focus on serving our clients, showing up for yourself. The focus is growing your client base. Uh, what can happen though is that we often get overworked, overbooked. And we had a growth feeling. There comes a point where you can't grow anymore. You can't work any more hours. And it's easy to get unmotivated and flat when we had a growth feeling. So what happens is you think, I know, I'll employ somebody. Or I'll go and build a business of my own. And we step into the operator phase. And the, the important focus for the operator phase, <clears throat> while our team is small, because it's easy to manage one, two, or three people. We can catch them in the hallway and have conversations. The focus here needs to be on building the brand message not around you if we build it around you all the clients want you and when we attract clients they want to come and see you but you're already fully booked so we need to build a brand message that's not based around you we need to attract uh new clients a system to attract clients and we need to be able to deliver a 10 out of 10 service consistently and establish service and sales culture otherwise we're booked out the team have low bookings, low retention, low spending, and the team is unknown and the, and the brand is the roadblock to growth and it's still focused around you. 
and that becomes a problem. Hey, are you loving this episode so far? Oh, by the way, it's Greta here, Salon Mastery Success Coach at Salon Owners Collective. So I wanted to pop in and ask you something. Do you ever feel like you are winging it when it comes to your business? You started your own business so that you could live the life you wanted with freedom that you wanted, earn great money and be a leader. But the reality is the amount of effort you're putting in isn't giving you an equal reward. You're exhausted and you don't know what to do about it. No matter what you do, you just can't seem to get ahead. You see other people winning and seeing success, but how come it doesn't work for you? You wish you had a clear laid out plan, something to guide you in the right direction or help you with what to do next. What can you do that actually works? In reality, many salon owners feel this way, you aren't alone. If you are nodding your head as you listen to this, then you need the Salon Mastery proven nine part plan to grow your salon. That's right, no more winging it. The Salon Mastery nine part plan has given hundreds of salon owners a plan to grow, build a rockstar team, attract dream clients, and become a salon CEO. Our plan will work for you too. To uncover the nine part proven plan, just click the apply now link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, now back to the episode. If we can change that and we can grow to the manager's face and the focus really becomes on growth for your team, not you. The business can't be about you anymore. This is our time to develop cultural and systems, team career pathways, knowing your numbers really clearly. And, and as we get to the eight team members, we need to just start thinking about our management team. And if we don't put those systems and processes in place, then we tend to drown team drama. This is when the drama fireballs happen. We get overwhelmed because our team are inconsistent. Your, man, your ability to manage your team becomes the roadblock to growth. If we can get past eight team members, then we really are truly stepping into the CEO phase, but your business role and goal changes yet again. You need to leverage your management team and so you can get out of daily operations. The business needs to work without you. Otherwise, you won't reach the million-dollar mark. Um, and your focus is on scale, systems, processes, and refining. Does that make sense? Otherwise, you get into this two steps forward, two steps back. I'm off the floor growing the business. I'm back on the floor. I'm in daily operations. I'm back on, I'm in and out of daily operations. And getting out of daily operations becomes the roadblock to growth. Right, is that making sense? Awesome. Um, a few years back, I did a bit of a survey. Um, we work with lots of salon owners and uh, I did uh, a survey because this was my experience. I wanted to sanity check it if it was true for the industry or it wasn't just me. And uh, I did a survey on how many hours people are uh, working serving clients versus the amount of time that they spend working on their business, growing their business, driving their business forward, managing their team, working on the business, not in the business. So in the businesses, I serve clients and I do the job. Um, and what was super interesting, it mimicked exactly my own experience. Every time I took a day off the floor, my business grew significantly like a little hockey stick turn. And so what I discovered for those business owners that were working 40 to 50 hours serving clients, the average turnover of all of those businesses was 308 thousand dollars a year the average those that were working 20 to 40 hours somewhere in between the 20 to 30 hours serving clients 
the average turnover, annual turnover of those businesses was 415,000, a significant, almost $100,000 more. So that tells me a, a, like 10 hours is worth $100,000. 10 hours off clients is worth $100,000 in sales up. Those businesses uh, owners that were working between 10 to 20 hours, 15 on average, the average turnover of those businesses is $518,000. And for those salon owners that worked zero hours serving clients, they had the biggest turnover. 765,000 was the average. That means some were over a million, some were slightly under, um, but that was the average. And so it, it kind of confirmed my own experience when I was growing my own business that uh, the key to growth is not serving more clients. It's ultimately um, the story here. And I want to reassure you that stepping away from serving clients does not mean losing money, does not mean sales going down. And in terms of the first step, as little as three hours a week is enough to start working on your business, not in it. So I want to just take you through this quick sort of methodology here um, of what might this look like if you were, you know, how many hours should, could, would you be working on and what kind of profit would you um, experience? And the, the ultimate goal here is the less hours that you work serving clients and the more time that you spend working on your business, then the higher the income, but also higher the profit. There are two particular owners that I've worked with over the last couple of years that um, really has kind of shown me that this is possible and that is Sherry Lee who really came to me because she was fully booked on the floor and wanted to spend more time with her daughter she was overwhelmed overworked uh, and underpaid and kind of didn't believe that if she recruited team members that she could step into the manager's phase and she had it in her and again my first advice was three hours off the floor is enough for you to reinvest in growing your team and that you can do that and Mari was planning to have a baby she wanted to grow her education uh, part of her business um, and build up a management team and ultimately open a second salon she had huge ambitions and again we took her off the floor and uh, she's now at home with a baby hasn't been into the salon funnily enough, for 12 months now and is about to open her second business. So it is possible. Um, and so my question to you is what stage or phase do you resonate with at the moment? Are you in a phase where you're just you or are you just focusing on one or two team members and you're in the operator phase and you've got just one or two and you're just getting started? Are you in the manager's phase um, or are you already in the salon CEO phase? I'm super keen to know what phase are you in? And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the second part of the Salon Business Plan mini-series and that you've got a bit of clarity on what you should be working on on your business right now. Stay tuned for next week, though, because I'm going to dive into the final episode of my three-part series to achieving a completed business plan. This episode is all around the stage and phase of your business and identifying what you should be working on right now. If you're left thinking what's next or wondering how do I implement this plan that you're giving me um, and that you're learning in the series right now, then maybe we should work together. Firstly, Salon Mastery is my coaching program for salon owners who have a team of four or more or seven or 10 or 12. So if this is you, all you need to do is click the apply now button on the show notes of this episode. Let's see if Salon Mastery is right for you.
But if you don't have a team of four or more, maybe the Momentum program is better suited. This is for salon owners that have a team of two, three, maybe four. You can also click on the link of the show notes and apply to work with me, my team, in either Salon Mastery or the Momentum program. All right, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Salon Owners Collective. Look forward to checking in with you next week for the final part of the series. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.